from Relay FM, you're listening to Conduit, the show where we condo our own thing with our own productivity systems. Welcome to Conduit. I'm Jay. And I'm Kathy. And you're like, Jay, didn't you host the last one? And I was like, Say well, what? there's no such thing as hosts. We, we share. But I'm going to let you know, this is this is Kathy's show. And I'm here to help get us to, to win where the uh, words. I'm here <laughs> to get us to where the unicorn magic is going to happen. But before we get there, we've got a lot of stuff to do. First and foremost, let's talk about St. Jude. Folks, it is September, and that means it is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. And Relay FM is, once again, for the third year, doing the Relay FM for St. Jude Drive, where we are helping to find cures and save children, which is the mission of St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Because of generous donors, families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, or food because a family should just have to worry about helping their child live. For context, it costs over $200,000 for one child with acute lymphoblastic leukemia, the most common form of childhood cancer. And today, I'm happy to say that Relay FM, this year alone, has covered that cost for that one child, completely just in donations, we have gotten over $202,000 donated currently, but we're not done yet. In the last three years, Relay FM has raised over a million dollars. A million dollars. That is a lot of dollars. And one it's only September million. 7th. Uh, and we've been doing this for a little over a week for this year and we've already made more than $200,000 raised it because of the generous donations from you. And we're so thankful for everyone that has donated, however much they have donated, however much they have shared to give to St. Jude's children's research hospital. It has just been incredible. And I'm, I'm here to say that you should definitely donate, do that, donate, donate today, donate, tomorrow. If you want to donate for both, donate for both. That's fine. Any amount is appreciated. I will tell you, though, if stickers are a thing that get you excited, which you know me, I like stickers. One of my conduit connections was to buy stickers. So if stickers are your thing, if you make a gift of $100 or more, you will get an exclusive Relay FM stickers of thanks pack at the end of the campaign. Also, if your company does any type of matching, be sure to reach out to um, Stephen Hackett uh, and we'll have to figure out how that all works. Stephen at Relay.fm with the information for your corporate matching um, and we can get that uh, added to our Relay total. Absolutely. I know my company does matching, so I plan on doing that as well. Um, I'm also going to be making two donations this year, one for my family and one, um, as I mentioned in the previous episode, we have a family friend who was recently at St. Jude. Uh, 
with their child. And I'm sad to say that unfortunately their child did not make it. Um, and it, it totally happens and I understand, and it's hard to think about, but one in five children still do not survive from childhood cancer and St. Jude will not stop until that is no longer the case. Um, so, uh, again, to those that have donated, know that you have helped my friends uh, directly. And to those that need any reason to donate, just know that St. Jude is on a mission. They're not going to stop until no child dies from cancer. But we are here to help with that. And last but not least, there is going to be a podcast-a-thon um, Heck yeah. on September, September 17th. <laughs> Go ahead, Did Kathy. you want to do the whole St. Jude thing? Because I want to talk. I want to talk about St. Jude's too. Okay, Kathy, you talk about St. Jude's too. Because I'm super excited for the podcast-a-thon, September 17th from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Yes, that's eight hours this year. Visit twitch.tv slash RelayFM and join some of your favorite people uh, on a video we're, there's going to be so many shenanigans. I cannot even tell you so many great surprises and things coming eight hours of amazingness going to happen live on the, on Twitch, uh, and tune in to help us support St. Jude and help us hit those fundraising goals. Who knows what will happen during those eight hours? So many things, so many things will happen. And uh, you can go to stjude.org slash relay to find out what those uh, milestones are. We've hit so many just in this past week. Poor Mike and Steven are super busy, uh, but they love it. We love it. We're so excited. Let's cure childhood cancer together. Okay, so since I did way too much talking on that message... <laughs> I'm going to just jump into the next part, which is, of course, zap our connection <laughs> checks. And I have to start this by passing it over to Kathy to give us follow up. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, so we had in the discord chat such so many amazing conversations. We're super excited. Uh, my favorite book, Dragon Skylar. Uh, sorry, my favorite blue dragon, Skylar, uh, wanted to do a follow up on wind downs and startups. Um, they have had a reoccurring project in OmniFocus for a long time. That's just a long list of simple tasks. Every morning they do this and every night it's the last thing that they do. Also, they just recently moved into a college dorm as a freshman, which is mind blowing that they have their life together so well, so quickly, and have these incredible processes in place to help stay stable with these reoccurring tasks. And I love the idea of the wind up, wind down, startup, shutdown process, having it in a checklist, having it in a step-by-step -step so you don't even have to think about it. And I... I'm inspired to do something very similar, but maybe not anytime recent, like soon it'll be on my to-do list for the future because right now I can't handle that. But I love this idea and I love that they started it so soon. I, I love the fact that there doesn't have to be a checklist, but if one works, like by all means use it. Um, I have always been one of those people that, 
I I like lists. If I know what needs to happen and what needs to happen after that thing that just happened happened, then I am most likely going to write it down somewhere and just be able to check off the list of, hey, this is done, this is done, this is done, this is done. I am also interested, Skylar, to know how it changes as you go through process of integrating into school and college life and all those things. I know that, of course, with big changes, like one we're going to hear about in just a second, stuff gets removed and stuff gets added. So let us know how how things go uh, once you have spent a couple of weeks in your dorm and you're getting used to that whole college lifestyle. And as someone who did not go to college, I am also interested in just what that looks like. Yeah. Um, But something that came up, another connection slash follow-up came from Chris. And he said, in reference to episode four, uh, something Jay said, hey, that's me, uh, hit home talking about Tetris being the thing that he does at the end of the day. Um, He had this flash of insight that the idea of context switching had disappeared uh, during the pandemic and lockdown. It used to be at the end of the day, he'd get in his car and drive 40 minutes from home, talking about Chris here. Uh, So there was a very clear switch in mental context between work and home. Now, Chris works at a desk, literally 11 steps from his bed. So at the end of the day, there is nothing to trigger his mind to switch context. So Chris has created the connection that he wants to figure something out that he can do at the end of the day to get him out of work mode. And I love that connection. It's so important to have that context switching. And I'm so proud of Chris of being able to recognize that and be able to acknowledge, oh, hey, this is a problem. It's a lot of times they... The feelings that you have during the day, you don't really know what is causing them. And so being able to like discover that main reason means that you can work on fixing it, not fixing, fixing is the wrong word, but you can work on changing kind of that mindset. And so I'd be really interested to learn what you decide. I know, um, friend of show slash life slash both of our other uh, co-hosts for other shows, Alex Cox has lights that have different, what is it called? Scenes for work versus play versus sleep. And something like that makes it really easy to visually differentiate between what phase you should be in. Um, you can use different, like not use your desk for anything other than work. Um, having the different zones that uh, CGP Gray talks about in, you know, uh, Spaceship U. Anything you can do to trick your brain. In the past, I've done different hats. Like I've had a working hat. Like if I was doing a spreadsheet project, I would have a tiara. Like something that you physically have to do or visually or wear different clothes or something, anything you can do to fix and, and help your monkey brain process what you're doing a little bit easier can definitely help. Absolutely. And then we had one more connection from friend of the show because 
just being so consistent with those connection checks and even taking us to task, putting connection check in the Discord and making me think about have I done my connection or not. Maddie uh, celebrated their day of last, their last day of work and winding down that job. And I, I know that it was amazing to to see that and, and hear that and mentioned that the connection for the next fortnight is to create and print out some post-mortem templates for my new analog task manager system, which brings me into our own connections, Kathy. Did you, well, I guess since Maddie was talking about post-mortems, I can go first on that if you want yes. me to. Yes, yes, okay. let's have you go first. So my connection was to do a post-mortem on a very stressful project, uh, that project got more and more stressful as the deadline approached. I did finish it. I did do a postmortem on that. And I highlighted uh, very specifically what made that project so stressful and what I should never, ever, 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 ever do again to avoid making projects like this in the future, you know, a little less stressful for me. Well done. That is, again, just like we talked with Chris, being able to recognize that key trigger issue and that will help you get better at what you're doing in the future. And I'm so proud of you. What about you, Kathy? I know uh, yours was a fight, right? Uh, so my connection was survive the move and I am here. I am alive. I have survived. We are in the new house. We have slept here the last couple nights since today is Tuesday, September 7th. And we moved like we slept here Saturday night. So we've had multiple days. Everything is, is flowing. We're still alive. So present, we'll mark that as yes, we have made the, the connection. We both did it. We both con did it. <laughs> we con did it. I love it. And of course, I mentioned everyone shared their connections with us this week on Discord. And the Discord chat is still the happening place to have conversations about what you're doing. Uh, where you're at. Oh, sorry. That's, that's the song. My <laughs> oh, bad. Oh, you got plans. <laughs> but if you want access to the discord chat, as well as some bonus wallpapers and other things, head over to relay.fm slash conduit, and you can become a member there. And yeah, we're, we're trying to figure out what we can do for all of our, our premium conductors there that are, that are helping the show grow and helping, uh, us every single fortnight. I said almost every single week, but every to come up with great topics. And speaking of people helping us come up with great topics, I'm about to get out the way because uh, <laughs> there there was Ooh, a great Jay, topic. Get out the way. Get out the way. Jay, get out the way. Yeah, there was a great topic in Discord that came at like the perfect time. We did not plan this. We did this part not with millennia. We did not bribe the millennial Falcon to have this topic idea. I swear. So that being said, I'm going to read this topic idea and then I'm going to move so that Kathy can unload a wave of this feeling that she's been having. So topic idea from millennial Falcon says, 
what are some strategies for dealing with projects that are more of a marathon than a sprint, like a move? What? How do you make sustained progress without feeling overwhelmed and burned out? I am over being overwhelmed. Kathy, please explain to us. Uh, so clearly this was hinted at a little bit at our last episode. We had planned like this topic idea came out, but it also was already sitting in my head. Um, I don't know if you know this, but buying a house is a lot there's a it's a long term process just to go through the process of bidding, buying, accepted offers, signings, all all of that, all of that. But then you have the process of moving, which in and of itself is difficult when you've we I did the the counts and in the last so I have been married for 16 years and we have lived in eight different places. That's a lot. That's a lot of moves, especially for someone like we're not in the military. So it's all been very, very purposeful reasons that we have moved in that time for different locations, uh, whatever, all in the same general area. Um, but I'm very excited to not hopefully never move again. Um, that being said, we have a lot of stuff that we have gathered over the years that we do not use, we do not need. And so we're taking this time, and I say we very loosely because it's mainly me, um, to go through and get rid of the stuff that no longer serves us. Very KonMari. Um we're we're finding the joy in our possessions. Um, but it's still it takes it takes time and it takes effort and it takes energy. And the difficult part of it is the fact that I can't hire somebody else to do it. There's no one that can come and do this for me. And unless Marie Kondo wants to come over, but I don't have time for that. I also can't afford her, which is fine. It's fine. <laughs> That being said, though, we are in an extremely blessed situation where we do not need to be out of our apartment until the 23rd. That is our final day. I very specifically chose the option to only put in our 30 day notice after we had gotten the keys to our new place. And I did this knowing how difficult my back is and my anxiety on top of everything else going on, because I'm always busy with work, but I am also in a major season of super, like three huge projects have come into play. One of which is podcastathon. It's for the best. It's great, but they all came at the same time. And really, I don't appreciate that. That was not very, uh, like, how dare they? Not saying that I'm disappointed or sad or any of that, but busiest season, if any of these things had come at a different time, it would have been so much better, but it didn't. And that's fine. Again, it's fine. Kathy, I wonder if that's where we can kind of get into the first part of 
of Falcon's question of dealing with things that are a marathon and not a sprint. I mean, like you said, you kind of strategically put in notice after everything had happened to give yourself more time is, is giving yourself more time than you really think you'll need one of those strategies. A hundred percent. And that, that awareness of what you are able to do, um, being able to, I know, physically what I'm able to handle. I know what I can't handle. And instead of saying, oh, I'm in my 20s, I'm perfectly fine. I can go and do this in a weekend and just give pizza and beer to friends and it'll be fine. That's not that's not the that's not the way it works for me anymore. I'm almost 40. I have lots of physical issues. I am moving three different people I know realistically that that there's no way that I could do it. And because we are in a position to allow this to happen and 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 make this set up, I have given myself that those very small goals that are every day. So we Saturday was the day that I had scheduled a lot of help to come. And I'm so incredibly thankful to our family and friends in the area that were able to safely um, do multiple groups of multiple trips. So not one person wasn't here for the whole time. We were still done at one o'clock. I had moved everything on my very like very specific list of these are the heavy things that I can't move myself or even with one other person. I cannot fit them in my car. What needs to go? My desk, my file cabinets, beds, etc. I need a truck and I need strong people that will not be severely injured after to move these things. When those were done, I was done. So I told I had oh my goodness, every single person who had graciously volunteered was like, "Okay, what else?" And I'm like, no, this is it. What? Yeah, this is it. Nothing else is ready. I'm not ready for you to bring anything else over. We're fine. We're good. We're great. Thank you so much for your help. That's it for now. And they're like, uh, oh, okay, cool. Okay. I'm like, this is the plan. The next, so every day I've tried to have a very specific, small, but significant goal. So yesterday was Labor Day in the United States. And um, one of like my main client slash jobs were closed for the day. And I, instead of doing other things, oh, let me play catch up. Let me do this stuff. I knew in order to be ready for the work day, I would need to set up my computer, set up my Zoom background, set up all of these important things that needed to get done that I needed to do before the work schedule. And that was my goal. I, my computer is set up. My background is set up. I also did some work in the kitchen and that's it. And then today I have very specific while my child is in dance, I have an hour and a half that I'm going to sort through boxes. Again, a very specific timeline. When it's done, it's done. I will have no guilt for, oh, I should do more because that 
that's a that's the hardest part for me is feeling this this guilt and this ableism and this oh I should be able to just spend twelve hours get it all done and be finished and be done and it's like no that's not that's not enough that's not how I should do this it won't be healthy for me it won't be healthy for my family it won't be healthy for my clients I will have no energy to get things done the way that it needs to be done so instead I'm going to be very very strict we'll see how this changes we have a few more um I have I less than 20 days. I don't know. I can't math right now. What's 23 minus seven? <laughs> Why would you ask me this on a podcast? You, I don't know. 16. <laughs> 16. Okay. So I have 16 days left. I have a, a little over two weeks to get things done. Again, if I sit and think about that too much, I will start to freak out. I did last night have one of those moments where I was completely cycling in my head. I was spiraling. It was not a very pretty situation, but being able to pull myself back, use my um, breathing techniques and, you know, taking a bath and reading and having some medication that helps like all of these things for my diagnosed anxiety Also, like, okay, this stabilized me in a way that I could sleep so I could get up and be productive the next day. The trick is to make sure that you have some sort of structure, but also allow that structure to be flexible. Um, Because if you if you if you have it to be where it's too rigid and it can't move with whatever needs to be done, or whatever the the life and situation is currently at, you're going to not be successful and it's going to hurt and it's going to be painful in many, many different ways. And I don't love that. Don't love that for me. I want to look at one of the words in in Millennial Falcon's uh, question, and it was, how do you make sustained progress? which I think that that is the the hardest part. Um, most people want to either, you know, you either call it a ramp or a burst, where like if you have a burst, it's a whole lot of work and then it slowly tails off. A ramp, you start off slow and you pick up the pace up until you're moving at this pace the idea of sustained progress is one of those things that I think a lot of people say to mean, how do I keep doing a good job for a long period of time? But they don't think about the word choice. So when you say something like sustained, that means how do I work at a pace that I'm comfortable with working at for a long period of time? And I feel like you highlighted so many good points there about even though everyone else in the world is ready to keep going, you're not, which means you stop. When you know that you're not going to be able to mess up or you're not going to be able to handle the mess up when it happens, because it will happen. Oh, um, yes. I, I will just throw out there, project management is a job. Like there are people that get paid to manage projects so that they can be ready for when things 
ultimately don't happen the way they expected it to. Yes. So if a professional can, you know, make a good amount of money doing that and working for it, how can us as people who are just like, I'm just here living my best life, trying to do that. How can we be expected to just do everything and not expect things to not work out? The trick there is giving yourself space and giving yourself forgiveness and like the oh, ability yes. to work around those areas. And I think that, you know, with this progress, Kathy, like you're doing great. I've been in my house for almost five years now, and we still have projects that we talked about on day one that are waiting. <laughs> so uh, kudos to you on, on the progress that you have made. Yeah, it's 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 so hard to not turn around and say to myself, because I am my worst critic, to go, ugh, why aren't you done yet? And I... I'm trying to, when I have those internal thoughts, I'm trying to, you know, Pavlovian response of no, bad, bad, Kathy, but not bad because that's, and then I get into the spiral where I'm like, how dare you talk to yourself that way? Oh, wait, I just talked to myself again that way. Trying to give myself forgiveness for so many different things, but especially to help train my brain to try and be a little bit kinder to myself, um, just as if I am kind to others um, and acknowledge that my limits on physical and emotional and mental things are not a failure in and of itself and that that's okay and this is normal. And so having this sustained progress is sustained is such an important point to think about you cannot like every day is not going to be the same you cannot have every day be your PR you cannot get a personal record every day that's impossible it's not healthy if you like are you if you're making it that if you're making your goal to be hitting every goal every day, it's only going to be disappointing and that's going to be frustrating and it's going to drag on you. Um, looking at the overarching marathon that you're in, is there at least 10% better? Are you completing a little bit? Because some days you'll be able to do more than others. Some days you'll have better energy than others. Some days you'll be able to boom, boom, boom. It's 10 o'clock and you're done with your list for the day. Like being able to recognize the little things as well as the big steps. And oh, wow, yesterday I was able to finish so many things in this progress, in this process, in this big marathon. That's incredible. And not kick yourself for, oh, but today I only did one of these tiny things that I was supposed to do. Just with everything in your life, being able to be kind and gentle to yourself and look at the overarching goal and purpose as well is important. Yeah. The, the last part of this question is making that progress without feeling overwhelmed or burning out. I, I think that... One, again, we didn't plan this. So 
the fact that we've talked about getting away, the fact that we've talked about what to do when you can't even or odd, I think plays a role here. You're you're not going to get away with a long-term project. A marathon isn't designed to be easy. Like ask anyone that's ever ran a marathon, like they've yeah. never ran a marathon. They were, they were like, it didn't hurt at all. At it any was point. great. I was able to wake up this morning, decided, Hey, I'm going to run a marathon, no training or anything. And here you go. Yeah. That doesn't work. Yeah. So a, a marathon in general, like there will be overwhelm. There will be burnout. The, I think the, the better question is how do you make sustained progress through feeling overwhelmed or feeling burned out again, when you can't even or odd. And I, I think that that's something else that you highlighted, Kathy, of, well, one, you get help uh, Two, you do the things that help alleviate those situations, whether it's getting enough sleep, preparing yourself for the day, doing those good startups, good, doing the good wind downs, all, all of those things. I think if, you keep moving again, sustained progress. You're, you're moving at the same pace. That is probably the biggest trick with running a marathon. I have never run a marathon, but I have walked a marathon. Um, wow, during, that's better than me. Yeah. Well, boot camp, we kind of had to. Oh, that's and, true. And I've ran a few half marathons. And the trick is, it is sustained progress, and you use all of the tools to keep pace. And it's, you know, for us, it was singing songs in our heads to keep cadence with our footsteps. And you could tell when you were speeding up, because as you were saying, as you were singing, your, your steps would get out of pace. So I think the best trick to do there is don't jump for those, those bonus wins as much as you think you probably want to. Uh, I know like if when Kathy was talking about moving and, and her friends were like, what else do we do? There could have been a time where Kathy was like, well, hold on, let me box this up real quick. Yeah. And I can give it to you and we can go. But it was like, no, 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 that, that, that's it. We're done here. Like we're, we've, we've done what we've set out to do. I'm going to take a break now and we can pick it back up at the next scheduled time. I am so bad about this. I start out with too much on my plate. I realize there's too much on my plate and then I overwhelm myself and try to like do all of the things when it's like, no, I should just pace myself. And if there's too much on my plate, take the stuff off the plate. Right. It's so hard. It's so hard, especially in this world of hustle culture, in this world of, oh, if we're not putting in 110 percent, we've failed. And that's that's something to recognize and and try and do better for your long term health and long term extra sustained as in how is your sustained progress for your entire life going to get better? There will be phases of overwhelm. There will be phases of burnout unless you are very, very blessed. And 
being able to figure out ways to try and get out of that cycle and try and get better um, is important. I am, again, we didn't plan this. I love this. <laughs> I, I had a conversation with a friend of mine today and we were just catching up with each other and he asked me, he's like, how many hours do you think you're putting in for your work? And and I just said, I probably around 14 to 16 a day. He's like, how much sleep are you getting? And I was like, five hours. And his next words were just, what are you doing for self-care to keep you from burning out? And it was like, I I, I don't know. <laughs> like, right. Don't know. And at that point, and, and this is where I'm trying to get to, have good friends, have people yes. that are going to call you out on your BS of working too hard. Because his next comment was, let's take a 10 or 15 minute walk. We'll jump on a call and we'll walk together. That way we can both take a break. And to me, that if we're talking about strategies, having someone catch you when you're picking up the pace or, or not moving as fast as you were and being able to help you make that move, I think is probably the biggest thing. Because again, we're not going to want to do it. We're not going to want to slow down. We're not going to want to get out of that funk that we're in. We're going to say that we want it, but we're not going to actually want it. And having someone say, oh, I see a red flag. Let me jump in and help you out of this is so massive and such a wonderful thing. And that's why I like doing these shows because being able to keep in touch with Kathy, Kathy helps catch me on my own BS and then make sure that I get pulled out of it. So uh, thank you, Kathy. You're keeping me from being yeah. overwhelmed. Hey, thank you too. Like it's it's so I it's so funny. Um, can we talk about your wife? Your your gorgeous, amazing, talented, incredible wife, and the the spiral that you calling me and having me talk to her. Um, oh, absolutely. Pulled me out of. Um, so first off, I got a call from Jay, which. Always, I, hi, I'm a millennial um, who died <laughs> is always my question. Or what did I do wrong? For, but, for the record, I am a caller. I I will, if I need to get an answer, I will call. But even if you don't answer, there will probably be a text message after the fact <laughs> with what I was saying. And And I had, I explained this earlier to someone. If I send somebody a text message then I am expecting them to get back to me whenever they can. And it's not like a time sensitive thing. If I call, it's not that it's an emergency. It's just, it's probably time sensitive or something that's happening in that moment. Yes. Which I get. However, I'm broken. Yes, um, my brain is broken. <laughs> it's, 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 it's fine. Yes. And anyways, I was in the middle of a huge funk I, we had not actually moved, moved yet. I think it was like last, I don't know. I, I was freaking out basically. Um, he didn't know that at the time that I was freaking out, but I totally was. I was in a terrible mood. I was in a terrible state. I couldn't like, it was just bad. It was terrible. Um, and he called. And after I realized that everything was fine, I was not in trouble. Um, we got, I, I vented a little bit and then he asked if there was somebody that his wife could talk to. She's been doing 
maybe we'll have her on at one of one of these times if she would love that. You you take the baby and I'll just have a podcast with her. Um, Bonus we, episodes. Yeah. Relay.fm slash conduit. Become a member. These bonus episodes are piling up. Yeah. Sometime in the future, maybe we'll get that done. Um, but we, she, how do we talk about her situation? Um, not a situation. That sounds like terrible. Basically, you know, feeling the grind, getting burned out, getting overwhelmed, needed some help and switching my brain into that mode of helping somebody else also helped my brain calm down. And it helped me realize that, oh, hey, I can help problem solve other people's problems. I could probably, probably do this for myself too, but it's really hard. It's really hard when you are, when your brain is talking to your own brain to, to like get out of that cycle. Um, and by the time I hung up with her, selfishly, I felt so much better. <laughs> I, I blame the giggling child. Um, I, <gasps> oh I have learned gosh. that my child has the best laughter and maybe it'll become a soundbite in the future. Uh, it's so good. It's so good. The innocence of a child. Maybe that's one of the best strategies to wrap up on too is laugh. Like get find find the things that make you smile and give you energy. And you know, I've I've mentioned before for me that sitting there playing Tetris on a super old Nintendo, um, or you know, talking with Kathy about the show or something crazy or ridiculous going on in my life. I learned today, I have a phrase that I use called you hate to see it. And <laughs> with the acronym, the acronym Y-H-T-S-I sounds like Yahtzee. So now Yahtzee. every time I think about like, oh, I'm so frustrated. And it's like Yahtzee. And now I'm like excited again. And it's so fun. But just having those little things that can inject a little bit of you know, happiness and energy into what you're doing will make it feel less like a marathon and more like a yeah. park. Uh, and still, I mean, there are people that enjoy marathons. I don't understand, but I love you anyways. Uh, and and they enjoy them to the point where they are parties. You know, I, I, I love looking at the pictures of like Run Disney's. Um, with all of the people dressed up in, in in characters, which are just so fun. And I'm so glad that things are are options are becoming available to be able to participate in those types of things for the people that do them. I am not one of them, but good on you. <laughs> I, I think the best way to say that uh, in the famous words of Parks and Rec, treat yourself, treat yourself. Absolutely. Well, speaking of treating ourselves, I think it is time for our upcoming connections. Kathy, you, you've been overwhelmed. You are over being overwhelmed. You've got some sustained progress. What is your connection uh, to hold us over until the next episode? My connection is uh, to take more baths. Okay. I know it's it's random. It's a little bit of self-care. Our new house has a bathtub that my six foot body actually fits in. 
and I'm very excited. Um, but I haven't been able, not justify, but kind of justify taking a bath because, oh, this is wasted time. And that's silly. That's ridiculous. Um, so I would like to take uh, at least more than one bath as a as self-care with the whole shebang. I want Epsom salts. I want, I don't know, flowers, something. I want to do candles and I want to read a book. And that is that is my connection for the next fortnight. Jay, what is yours? My connection is actually coming from one of our other connections. And that is making a list, a very long list. Uh, For context, I had a project that I was working on. Again, the project that my last connection required a postmortem of. And in the end, I spent about three weeks of work on something that did not turn into anything. So my goal is to make nothing out of something, or I guess something out of something instead of nothing out of something. So I am going to make a list of the things that I learned in this project that I can turn into future projects. And I'm going to try to go for sustained effort here. I'm not going to start on any of them. I'm not going to promise that I'm going to, you know, make videos or anything. I'm just going to make the list. Ooh, I I feel like this is a great connection because not only does it have the goal to do something, but it has a stop point and you have to actually stop at that stop. And that's really that's impressive. I think if we were going to call this anything, it would be stopping at the stop point. So nice. I am I am going to focus on, first of all, making something out of something and stopping at the stop point. I love that. Uber important. Well, if people want to catch up, uh, I don't want to say catch up on your bath time because catch up and baths just should not go together. No. Uh, but <laughs> if someone wants to check in and see how your connection is going, Kathy, how can they do that? Yeah, you can find me on social media. I am at Mrs. Soup, or you can hang out with us in the Discord. Uh, Jay, where can people check with you and make sure that you've stopped at your stop point? I'm going to say on Twitter at KJAY Miller, and of course in the Discord. If you want to talk to either one of us, we are in the relay.fm Discord where if you are a member, you can share your connections with us and you can just check in and have such a wonderful time. I have dubbed every other Thursday as Conduit Thursday because the productivity channel starts bumping after a new show has gone out. So Uh, to be fair, let's be honest, the productivity channel is always bumping, but productivity, the Conduit, Thursdays mean that it's actually bumping with productivity talk. It's like a celebration. And that's what this show is about. It's celebrating the things that we get done and helping to provide a little bit of guidance for when we need help. Um, But Kathy, you made a big move. I got to ask, did we con do it? We con did it, Jay. We con did it. Zap. (laughs) Ha, 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 